Um, so you're gonna do me like that? All right. Well, you're a dick, so I guess that works. I asked if you're ready. You said no. I said okay. Okay, my microphone was muted, so it's <laughs> like you were you were the one that rushing me. So that there's that. So shut up. Anyways, welcome everybody back to Anarch Discussions. This is episode three. Um. I'm here, of course, with my co-host, Shadow King. Um, and today, what are we going to be talking about? <laughs> I don't know. You're the one who's pushing the podcast. This is you. All right, then, mister. I will immediately jump onto the IGN and see what's up. Okay, you see what's up. Uh, here, Here's something. New Pokemon Snap website gives a tour of the Lentil region ahead of launch. The new Pokemon <laughs> Snap has received a snazzy new website dedicated to helping players learn about basics, learn about the basics before jumping into the Lentil region when the game launches next week. The game will be released on April 30th and this new website is perfect for those excited for what awaits them in the new Pokemon Snap. The website aptly named explorelentil.com <coughs> as if it were the tourism site for a real place will require you to log into your Nintendo account before gaining access to it. That's because you can earn my Nintendo points while exploring the site. Hmm. So that that's cool. It, it goes on uh saying more things about it but um i don't know if i'm gonna get it or not i'm probably not going to i never really got into the pokemon snap that's kind of the reason i had for it but at the same time like i've seen some people play the older one recently and in, in hyping up the new one and I'm like eh, i could give it a try what could it hurt you know yeah but it's as most Nintendo for first party games, it's sixty bucks. Yeah, I think we good. That's the game that'd be more like the twenty dollar range, in my opinion. Like I know it's it's first party. I know it's Pokemon branded. I know it's like Nintendo, like full on game. But at the same time, like you're just taking pictures of Pokemon. <laughs> that that that's the game. <coughs> It's like, as far as I know, you're still sending, like, pictures, just going on a little, like, safari track thing, taking pictures of Pokemon. Sometimes you can, like, throw things at it, make them do specific things, get good pictures, then get them judged by the professor. And that's how you earn points and all that stuff. And that's how you progress. And you do different stages, you can redo stages, you can take, like, different pictures of Pokemon. Um... But, like, you can only submit one picture of each Pokemon. Like, if you took, like... Well, at least that's how I think it works. Um, this is just going off of what I've seen. Uh, so, like, let's say you take five pictures of a Magikarp or whatever. You can only select one to go be judged by the professor, from my understanding. Mm. So... You can take up to, I think, maybe 60 pictures. I don't know if it changes in the new one, if they add a new limit or whatever, whatever. Uh, but 
idea. You're limited on your pictures. Uh, you can take 60 pictures of the same Pokemon, but you can only submit one of that Pokemon. So. Gotta it, catch them all. And on this one, you just have to, like, take a picture of them all. It's like... It, it, I get the appeal, but I don't get the $60 appeal. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... No, I feel that. Like, I, yeah. I feel that. Like, I don't... It's not those games that I'd be after for 60 bucks. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. It looks cool. It looks like a good game. But... <laughs> like, and it's great that they're updating it, like... Like new po, like it has new Pokemon in it. It looks hit high def. Like the last one was, I think, on the Nintendo sixty four or some shit. Like it looks bad now. Like it is bad. They they're just a bunch of polygons, and it's like I mean Porygon looks great, but Porygon's a bunch of polygons. So that's that's the extent <laughs> of that. Uh. Um, but in this one, you get like you got your HD Pokemon sprite like deals. Like they they're full high def versions of the Pokemon. They're probably the best that they've ever looked in a Pokemon title. I know that some of the other ones like Smash Brothers and uh, Pokemon Tournament those give uh, Pokemon like a high high def treatment. Like they got textured and stuff like like crazy but that's only a couple of pokemon and i really wish like if they came out with like a version of pokemon snap where all the pokemon looked like they did in detective pikachu that might be like i don't think it would be worth 60 bucks still i think it'd be worth like maybe 45 50 more closer to 40 whereas the game as it is to me, it would be more like a $20, $25 game, in my eyes. And trust me, I love Pokemon, but that's where I value a picture-taking game. Right. I don't know, it's just games like those are kind of hard to get people in on, you know what I mean? Just for the fact of it's more along the lines of all right, who's your audience for this game? Who's more likely to play it? Those, yeah. those kinds of things. Now, if I see on eBay secondhand a physical copy for thirty bucks, then sure, why not? I'll, I'll, uh, that, that'd be a nice buy. But as far as the digital version goes, which will never depreciate in value, uh. 60 bucks too much. So, guess what I just found? What did you find? I just found Brawlhalla for free on Steam. You do realize it's a free game, right? Yes, but there's DLCs too. I'm pretty sure you pay for those. But the one I found has Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I saw advertisements for that. That's, yeah. It's free to play, so I mean, well, yeah. 
So, uh, guess what game I recently got uh, into possession of? What? Oh, Cyberpunk. Well, yeah, for the PlayStation. Um, I I had pre-ordered it on Xbox and completely forgot that I had pre-ordered it until, like, it was already a couple months after it was out. And someone wanted to ask me how much it was. So I thought, I'll just look it up on Xbox, because that's where I looked it up last. And then it said I owned it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I pre-ordered the some bitch. And you still have yet to use it. I still yet to play it. I've still yet to play the PlayStation version either. Uh, I just got it installed. I I installed it yesterday. I did the data. It comes with two discs. It has the data disc and the play disc. And after trying to set up the stream we did yesterday for Smash, like when I went downstairs, I was like, okay, well, while I'm waiting for the computer to either live or die, I'm... (laughs) I'm going to install on my PlayStation the Cyberpunk 2077 game that I bought from Walmart. It was discounted price. It's a physical copy because it's not available on the PlayStation digital store. Yeah, I saw I saw you made a post about that in the group chat. Yeah, like Han, Han <laughs> told me that I should check it out. And I'm like, well, it's not on the PlayStation store. And I sent him a screenshot. It was in the, I think it was in the group chat. It's probably how you learned about it uh he's like yeah they they have it on sale at walmart i'm like yeah. okay so i went so then that following morning I, I went to walmart i went over there and it was the only one left on the shelf and it was discounted not as like it was a slightly higher price than what uh he told me it was going to be but i was like eh that's a few bucks whatever so I picked it up, and while I was uh, attempting to install it, put the data disk in. Nothing happened. I was like, what the hell? I ejected it and put it back in, just being like, okay, maybe it just didn't... It just flubbed up the disk drive. The disk drive just flubbed up or whatever. It's it's like, I'll give it a second chance. Still nothing. So I look up a video on how to do it, and while it's playing, I'm like... Well, I might as well eject it and like put it in when he does on the video or whatever. I put it in and it, like it started reading it. I was like, "What's the point of the video?" I immediately exited the browser. I'm like, "Fuck it, it's starting to install. I'm just gonna let it go." Oh, Techie. Apparently, third time was the charm with the disc. So, I got it installed. I haven't put the play disc in yet. I haven't played it yet. Um, but. Hopefully I can for a stream, and then maybe Han will join, and like we'll do some cyberpunk stuff. So fun, yay, raw yay meat, or as I say, um. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited because like like uh, from what I hear, it's very much like GTA Online. So seems like a game for me. I mean, the last one that was described to me as uh, practically GTA was Rockstar's other title, Red Dead 2. I played it. I I checked it out. I played it. And while I was playing it, I was like, yeah, it's like a Wild West old-style GTA. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
I don't want to play in the Wild West. I want to play in a modern city with cars. So I'm like, it's like GTA, but I'd still rather be playing GTA. So I immediately quit the game after that realization and booted up GTA. I was like, yeah, this is probably the last time I'm going to get on Red Dead unless someone wants to, to like do something with me on it or like maybe a video or something. I don't know. But as far as casually playing Red Dead, that is not going to happen. That is, uh, I'll be sitting there being like, well, uh, I'd rather be playing GTA, so I'm going to go do that. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get into Red Dead. I couldn't get into the first one, and I really couldn't go get into the second one. Yeah, like, I, I, I didn't get into the story. Like, I, did, I think I played a little bit of the story, but I, I, as soon as I was able to go online, I did. And that's kind of how I did it with GTA as well. Um, so I, I, I don't play it for the story. I play it for the multiplayer. It's one of those games where I'm just like, I don't really want to go through a story. I just kind of want to fuck around. So, hooray. Uh, but then the online has a little bit of a story to it. So I'm like, okay, this is how this is going to go. So I played along with it for a little while until I had that epiphany and booted up GTA. Um, speaking of GTA, oh, question. Oh, what? What is your opinion on the continuously delayed, uh, maybe never going to happen GTA Six? Is it still happening? Because uh, as I... far as I know, as far as anyone knows, Rockstar's like we're gonna do it eventually, but we're gonna do it. Yeah, I'll, uh, I, I don't want to bash on the guys at Rockstar, I know they're working really hard on it, but, um, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> well, first and foremost, they have to do the next-gen version of GTA Five. they have to release that officially, um... Because I think right now you can play it on PS5, but I think it's like through backwards compatibility, so it's like it doesn't look as nice or whatever. Um, honestly, they've done so much adding on to GTA Online, and I have so much stuff and time invested into GTA Online. If there's no carryover in GTA 6, I'm probably not going to play it. You're not the first person that said that to me. There's quite a few that have said that now. I'm which like I don't, I don't blame anybody for like I totally understand it. I'm kind of getting in the same way. This game has spanned three console generations now. This game has is almost 10 years old. Is like 8 7 7 or 8 years old. 8 and I've been playing it for about maybe five, maybe six years out of that. So, um, I've got a multimillionaire on it. I have a lot of property. I got a lot of nice cars. I've done a lot of missions, spent a lot of time, got a lot of guns, MK2'd a lot of them. Um, like, <laughs> I've invested time and money into that game and most of it's just for content reasons like i enjoy it all like just playing casually of course but like 
I want to be able to have options to do stuff, different crazy stuff in videos and streams and stuff. So, like, with both of those incentives, I've spent a lot of money on it. I've spent a lot of time on it. Um, so, I honestly, if, like, I can't continue on enjoying those things in GTA 6, like, if there's no carryover of, oh, yeah, your GTA Online status will be the same. Um... I don't know, like, if it's in a different setting, like, if it's, if, if the online for 6 is, like, in the same map as that sec, that 6 is gonna take place in, I don't know if they, like, just, like, okay, well, you have all these same properties in these different locations on this new map, and, like, your, what, your, all your vehicles and stuff carry over, and your guns carry over, and your character, like, the story go, the story of it goes, like, he's just moving to a new city to, do do a different like criminal empire or whatever like if that if there's that carryover then you're like yeah i'm hyped and pumped up for gta 6 like they'll have the uh beings that it's gonna be next gen or whatever like the the they'll definitely pump up the graphics so like all the cars all your weapons and stuff are like are gonna look super nice super high def ray tracing all that good stuff Then I'm excited. Then I'm hopeful. Then I'm gonna play it. If it's just like, nah, the online's gonna be like you started this new, you start this new character, you gotta work your way back up from the bottom. But like, no, I got like eight years. I got like six years of my life devoted in and hundreds of dollars <laughs> devoted into this game, and you're and it's also gonna be released for that console. I'm fucking just gonna play that. Like, that's my jam. GTA 5 Online is my jam. And, like, I'm pretty sure, like, all the... Uh, the toxic, like, squeaker, super uber griefer players are gonna migrate to the new game because they'll be like, ooh, new shiny, and not really care about, like... Because all they're really doing is just fucking around, killing people. They've, like, they've probably already done all the things they wanted to do in that game otherwise... So, like, as soon as a new game pops up, they'll be heading over to that one, which means the lobbies will be nicer in GTA 5 <coughs> Online. And then all my stuff's there. So, hell yeah, just keep it up to date. Like, add some more DLCs every so often and then keep some things fresh like they've been doing for the last almost decade. Like, awesome. Great. A lot of people complain about GTA 5 uh, the story mode not getting any kind of revamps or DLCs. I don't give a shit. Alright, like, I've seen playthroughs of GTA V, uh, the story mode, because, like, for the, like, first one or two years that it was out, like, I was wanting to get it, but I just couldn't, like, I didn't have the capability of getting it. So I just watched videos on YouTube or whatever, because I was excited and I still wanted to see stuff from it. So I know what the story's about. I've seen the story. I've seen it played out. Like, yes, you can have your own twists with it because it's very much like a free will game. Like, you can do it. But, like, all the cutscenes I've seen. Like, all like all the main major plot points I've seen. So, and I've seen all three endings. I've seen the, the brand new, like, uh, PC mod, high def, ray tracing on a 3090 graphics card versions of the three endings like i've seen a lot from the story 
they don't need to like upgrade it or anything for me. That like okay, I've seen it, played a little bit of it, not interested, not why I bought the game. The very first copy of GTA 5 that I got was on PC on Steam and it uh as soon as it you load it up, it'll ask you do you want to load GTA 5 or do you want to load GTA Online? Well, I obviously clicked GTA Online cuz I was like fuck that shit. It made you do this first story mission or whatever, of course, of course. But as soon as I got online access, boom, I was on online. I was, like, doing my own thing. Like, I wanted to be me in Los Santos, kicking it, like, doing shit. All right. So. So, bottom line for me, my my opinion on the matter is if GTA Online carries over, I'm excited for 6. If it doesn't, I don't give a shit. Which, understandably so. Um, but I, I am excited to play Cyberpunk. I know that the last-gen consoles version, which is the only versions that I own as of right now, are kind of buggy. They were made... The game was made with next-gen in mind, even though the game was announced before next-gen was even rumored. But okay. Um, If anything, if I like run into too many bugs, if I get frustrated with it... I'll probably just end up getting the copy on Stadia because that thing runs on a PC on one of Google's like server farm or whatever things they got going for it. So like I'll just run it on a device that's not even mine, even though my PC is perfectly capable. I'll just I'll just get it on Stadia. It's like this is good enough. <coughs> this will run. I know it will run. Multi-million dollar company is running the game for me, so I don't have to. <laughs> That's what I like about it. Yeah. Like, that that brings me to something with Stadia. Okay, so... Game streaming. Yeah? What's your opinion on it being a viable future for gaming? I mean... It makes it easier for people who don't have the best equipment and stuff to play games. So I see it as a very viable option. I do like the load speeds, and I think it is a lot faster. But for, like, full-on next generation, I think people are just too into console for it to be a full thing, unless consoles start doing it. Well, Xbox (coughs) currently is developing xCloud which is essentially like an Xbox Stadia deal. Uh, Mm. It's like you can run it on mobile. I think right now it's available on Android. You can test it out or whatever thing is still in running betas or operational betas. Like it's like it's kind of released, but it's kind of not still tweaking. Um, They couldn't come to an agreement with Apple. Uh, I think there was some kind of like security issue or whatever. Um, it's the same reason that Google can't run Stadia games on Apple devices. Uh, like, there's some kind of security issue that they just can't get to 
uh, common grounds on or whatever. So, um, as of right now, Apple devices and game streaming are pretty much not a thing. Like, if you have the console or computer, like, the remote play things don't hinder it. Like, iPhones and iPads will use the remote play apps for the consoles in Steam or whatever. <coughs> as as they as they would function on any other device but game streaming from a server farm or whatever like they have for dedicated for these uh stadia and xcloud games they just don't want any part of it right now right now doesn't as mean they, they gain in popularity yeah yeah as they gain popularity they'll be like oh well this is something we definitely want to get on the bandwagon for so they'll probably hop in later it's whatever. So, right now, though, I mean, like you said, it's kind of just a bandwagon at the moment. Yeah. One thing that I've learned, um, as far, like, I know you're not the biggest fan of Apple, so I'm going to kind of just, like, get up on a, on a little soapbox here for a second. Um, because it is justified what Apple's doing. Uh, and you may not think so, but after Steve Jobs passed and Tim Cook took over the company, they went from being the, like, uh, first leg out there, here's our brand new technology, to we kind of just want to sit back, let the other companies do the new stuff, and then, like, we'll adopt it when we want to refine it or whatever, make it fit in our ecosystem. And honestly, that's the safer business practice, but that's not always the most advantageous. Right. So, yes, I'm speaking down on a brand that I trust and use excessively and right. spend a lot of money on. But at right. the same time, it's like they're they're the what I'm kind of up, like bothered with them about is something that I can also understand why they're doing it. Like they want to play it safe. It's like, okay, then, like, when they get their features, people love it. Like, it, it just, like, when they get to it, they get to it and they do it right. And I like that. Like, honestly, they could have gotten to dark mode a lot faster than they than they did. But now that we're well into the era where Apple devices can go into dark mode and, like, it's it's fine and it's a lot easier on your eyes, it's like, okay... And they did it great. They implemented it great. Like, it all works just great. Before that, they had, like, this smart invert, which would invert some colors or whatever, but, like, images and videos, they tried their best to, like, make sure those didn't invert. And that worked okay. But once the apps themselves started getting dark modes impl implemented, in, I mean, the biggest one first was Messenger. Messenger is like, you send oh, yeah. a moon emoji to someone, boom, you've unlocked dark mode you can switch that on in your settings and then you're good to go and apple's like all our all our app <coughs> developers are putting dark modes in their apps what are we going to do it's like well maybe you should finally put dark mode on your devices and they're like okay let's do that finally <laughs> yeah finally keyword yeah as soon as i got the update that carried uh dark mode in it and i i installed the developer beta for it so like i got early 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 access to this feature I toggled it on, and I have never toggled it off since. 
I was like, dark mode, yes. Please, everything darker, easier on my light-sensitive eyes. Thank you. Good night. Because <laughs> I don't know how I blinded myself in that night. Just like, oh, my fucking eyes. I can't look at my damn phone. Turn brightness all the way down. It still kind of hurts. <coughs> Just saying Android's better. Look, they're first on a lot of things now, and I applaud them for being bold. I applaud them for all the features they're willing to push out. But I can't do the open software thing. Like, I can't. The open source, I don't like it. It's not secure enough for my things. Yeah, it's customizable as fuck. Yeah, you can do all these things on it. But I just can't do it. Like... <coughs> That and, like, almost every Android phone I've tried to help someone out on, like, they're I don't know how to do this. Or like, I'm fishing through their settings, going through all this, because none of it's in the same place as the last Android device I touched. All these, like, all the software fragmentation, it's like most of the people using Android phones are using the operating system from, like, two years ago or whatever. And they can't update because they're not supported by the new softwares or whatever. With iPhone, right. it's all linear. It's like, okay, you have an iPhone 5S that goes up to, like, iOS, whatever. And, yeah, you can't update that one anymore. But, like, a couple phones later, it's still supported, like, for five years. Like, the iPhone 4S, they held on to that thing like crazy because people love the tiny little thing. I don't understand the appeal. Like, I had like I had an iPhone 4 in my position. Uh, I don't think it works anymore, but... Like, the form factor looks cool. They had a glass back that served <coughs> no purpose other than aesthetics, and people shattered those things all the time because they didn't bother making it strong glass. So, like, I like the iPhone 4 and 4S were kind of just not great hardware. Um, but they supported that thing for, like, six or seven years. Like, I think the last year they finally stopped supporting, like, with new updates for the software. It was like, okay... But that's the thing with, like, their hardware and software being made from the same companies. Like, you can do that. You can support it for longer. Why? Because you made the hardware and you know how much it can handle. You know much, how much new stuff it can, like, withstand before it's gonna just fucking explode in your pocket. Taggy, look at the Discord chat. I gotta pull it up. Uh... God damn it. Which one? All of them. <laughs> so glad I'm not putting that on screen. <laughs> Why do you think I did it? Oh, yeah. Well, but like, okay, so that that that's a little bit on the Apple, but I was trying to focus on the game streaming aspect of it. Cause it's like I like Stadia. I like what the premise of Stadia is. I like how <laughs> you can get a Chromecast Ultra and a controller. And you can just game. Like, Chromecast Ultra, that's, like, no bigger than a tile or an Apple AirTag. Like, it's tiny. And it has a little tiny cord on it. And that's it. That's all it is. Like, you have to, I think you have to supply external power or whatever to it or whatever. And that's fine. But it's tiny. It's a lot smaller than any game console, like, ever. And that, you can do all your gaming on it. 
Stadia has a great selection of games. Granted, I wish it would like be supported by some of the other AAA titles like Call of Duty and, and GTA, even though Red Dead's on there for some reason. I didn't do that. I'm not going to get into that. Um, the controller is great. Like I have it in my hands right now. I had it set on my desktop uh, tower, but I'm holding it right now. It's it's a comfortable controller. The triggers feel weird a little bit, but like I'm sure after gaming with it enough, like it's not that bad. Um, overall, the buttons are in a nice arrangement. The the joysticks are PlayStation style, where they're uh, symmetrical. Um, and it's got a headphone jack, which is great. Charges through USB C, which is uh very modern of it it was ahead of uh xbox and playstation in that regard but so was switch so yeah like it it's good it's like i've i've used the stadia controller i've used the chromecast ultra like i booted up destiny 2 with it at least once and i played it and it was it was enjoyable like i it was a great experience like i had no complaints it was a little weird the controller was a little weird I'm not going to consider it a complaint because I wasn't disgusted to use it. It's what it means. There um, you go. I'll tell you a couple more. I'm not going to look just yet. Because it, may, it made me... It, okay, this reminded me. I'm going to sidebar another conversation here. Oh, boy. Because I did something that was unexpected of me. And you'd probably think, what the fuck, Techie? Like, what the fuck did you do? So I was playing Destiny 2 on my computer this morning. And you remember the the boss fight we did in that chamber where, like, he kept spawning little red disc things that would regenerate his shield or whatever? Yes. Yeah, it's one of the... I went in like I went in with my secondary character because I'm running through the story mode or whatever at my leisure with my second character. That way, it did not interfere with the streams. Um, and I was basically just trying to catch up to where we were. And attempt number one, uh, I ended up smacking my head against one of the floating platforms, dropping to my death and having to restart. The second time, I got a little bit into it and then. Uh, accidentally flubbed over one of the keys and knocked myself into the same exact hole and died. Wow. And then the third time, I just bum-rushed him, started going with my fucking thing in, and f- I went. I meant to hit my fucking F for ultimate. I hit D and flubbed him into the same exact hole. So I okay, I was like, okay, I'm flubbing over keys. Like my my like I'm I can't keep doing this. So I reached behind I reached behind me, grabbed my PlayStation controller, which is hooked in always because that's what runs my headset, and I just did it with the controller. I was like, you know what? I used to play this on PlayStation all the damn time. It's second nature for me to just play with a controller. So I'll backtrack just this once to get past this. I got it first try. Didn't even get close to falling in once. <coughs> My aim was just as impeccable as it usually is on there. And, like, I just annihilated the boss. I was like, yep, I needed to do that. <laughs> it's like, I, I love keyboard and mouse for shooters. I really do. 
I will I will claim that to the dead eye. But like sometimes I just be like, fuck it, I need to go back to my console days, just grab the controller and just go. <laughs> sometimes the joysticks are they're a lot less uh are a lot more harder to trip up than fucking a keys like that are so close together. <laughs> it's like I'm a, a huge advent for PC gaming. Love my PC. Love PC gaming. Love gaming with keyboard and mouse. But sometimes I just need to use a controller for certain things, <laughs> and that was one of those things. Like GTA. When I play GTA on PC, I prefer controller because <laughs> driving. That's the main reason. Like it. it if I'm needing to do a big shooting thing or whatever, like, yeah, I could switch into first person, switch, like, use the keyboard and mouse and get some good things in. That's okay. But, like, pretty much for anything else, I'm like, I'll be using the controller. And I'm pretty sure GTA 5 is one of those games that, like, let me switch back and forth while I'm playing. Just like Destiny 2, just like Fortnite. And for some reason, Call of Duty won't. Don't know why. Because all the other games, like, here, just let you get away with it. But Call of Duty's like, no. Before you even load into a fucking lobby, you pick. And you stick with it. I, I think you need to look at the second to last one that I sent you. Alright, pull it up. <laughs> wow. I, look... Look, the, the the meat and potatoes of this podcast is probably going to be me going on tangents, all right? It's the entertaining part. It's the me getting heated about something, me getting excited about something. Like, this is the here, driving Here, 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 here. This one will make your day. It makes me think of Ash. <laughs> it's, it's Ash in a bathtub or Misha in any water situation. I swear this is an audio-friendly podcast. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Garrett's trying to make it not, but I swear it is. I'm not making it not. I'm just making it funny. Well, an audio-friendly podcast is something, like, that requires no visual, like... Now people are wondering, what the fuck you were showing me? Look, now you need to look at the that, the third to last and the second to last one, and you need to take the advice from both of them. <laughs> second to last and fourth to last. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, the last, the, the, the fourth, third, and second to last. Okay. Hey, come your tits! Chill yeah, out, Nick like one. The audience nice has no idea what you're talking about, and that's for I'm sending that... techie gifts in Discord because... Yes. I think they got that premise, but the fact that they don't see it because it's an audio-only podcast is what makes, is what dips into not audio-friendly territory. Like, with hot, off-topic... They talk about it all the time about audio friendly and podcasts because they have the podcast up on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on uh, SoundCloud and stuff. And there's sometimes that they mention it, it's like this is I swear this is an audio friendly podcast. Sometimes you just gotta watch the video. The video of it is available on YouTube and it's available on the Rooster Teeth First site. And I watch the podcast because I don't want to deal with the non audio friendly moments that they have. <laughs> and this is one of the many reasons that like I do want to uh get to the point where we can comfortably have the video podcast. So like anything visually can be done and it it'll be a great thing. But for right now we're sticking to audio only, so 
Uh, um, the one I, I just sent you is fucking hilarious. God damn it. <laughs> no, just stop. Please, stop. Okay. <laughs> I love it. It's funny. Okay, now we're going to backtrack onto the main topic I had started with, which is game streaming and Stadia. Now, oh. for those of you that have been I thought it was Apple. No, that was the sidebar. <laughs> Oh, that was the beginning many, of the sidebar. There's too many fucking sidebars today. I know. Um, the reason I asked you your opinion on it is because you firsthand had the necessity of needing Stadia to properly game on your system. Because you had my laptop, which even though it had a nice 12 gigabytes of RAM and a nice core i7, just didn't want to do shit. No, it did like, not. It, no, the graphics compatible, like the graphics processing of it, was just it's a built-in GPU. You're not going to get a whole lot great out of it. Like it just no, it, it did what it did, and everyone on your channel definitely saw what it could do, and which was not very much. But or whenever well. you were stream, but whatever you were streaming Destiny on Stadia, like yes, you would run into some, some lag, but it was the smoothest. Oh, it was smooth. It was it ran perfectly. The controls were very nice. I mean, I liked it. I, I still like it. Granted, now that I have Steam and access to Steam, I haven't turned it back on. But if we play Dead by Daylight, I'll use Stadia again because I have a lot of stuff on there. Which I believe this is your first uh this podcast is the first episode where you actually podcast have a or stream. Yeah. Podcast or stream uh, with the new computer. So I love how like you got your new computer on I think Tuesday. Yeah. You got your game stuff set up throughout the week, and the first thing that we streamed since then, Smash Brothers with with the old laptop. Yep. On the Switch. Yep. Yep. I was like, what did we even get it for? <laughs> I was like, we're just worry, doing show it off. We're just doing shit with the old shit now. <laughs> But um, yeah, I was I was hoping once we get done here, we could do something else. Yes, and I I'm definitely hoping to do that. Um, if yeah, guys, like you got your new desktop. Guys, if any of you guys from Rooster Teeth are watching, we definitely want to try Gmod. <laughs> I've been Just wanting. To, <laughs> I've I've been wanting to do stuff that stuff with them for years, and I think it'd be awesome. I would I think it'd be love awesome if we could get. A collab or something at least i'd one. love to collab with them i'd love to be like one of them yeah yeah i idolize them they're like my like goal um but if we can get anarch gaming off the ground and if we can get it recognized and it can and if they were like hey do you want to become the le- part of the let's play family which has like fun house screw attack like alongside the achievement hunters that's still in the same family that's still owned by rooster teeth that's still like big leagues that is and, and that would offer a lot of co- that would offer time for collab because like technically there are still our co-workers at that point like that's still a group family thing like that would be amazing if we could see anarch gaming under the list of things and, and our stuff our our content would be put on rooster teeth dot com it would be available to first members like our stuff would be like available either like a day or a week ahead of time for first members uh 
our stuff would be on Rooster Teeth TV, like their sites streaming, like their live streaming stuff. And by God, that that would be Techie crazy. Would break, Techie would shit a brick and die happy after the first video. <laughs> it's like that would be success. That would be absolute success. On, we'd like, be we'd be streaming. We'd be streaming for the first time, and we'd have to call an ambulance because Techie's having a heart attack because he's so excited. Have like a fucking aortal confarction. <laughs> heart palpitations. It's like we do our first thing with the Chiba and and like the first thing we hear is Jack Patel be like, "All right, how are you guys?" And I'm just like, <laughs> "Yeah, like Mr. Krabs trying to hit on Mrs. Puff." <laughs> I was like, "Is that the real Jack Patel?" I'd be like, "Yes." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> I'd be like, I'm sorry, he's a little starstruck. He's never met famous people before, apparently. And and you know that Jack would be the one to like introduce us and stuff like that into the. Oh, it'd be Jack or it'd be like Jeremy. Jack. Jeremy does like he, he okay. Jack's more of the like the 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 father figure of the group now. Now that Jeff left and went to be a, like an exe- like a producer or whatever somewhere else in the company, he still does the occasional videos with them. But like now, uh. Jack's kind of the introductory person, the the father figure. Trevor's in charge. Trevor is the manager of Cheap Mountain. But he like he allocates that kind of collab stuff I, and I directory mean, stuff to Jack because he's been there the longest out of all. I mean, I'm Trevor. sorry, but but Trevor? Trevor's yeah. a goofball. I know. And he's the boss. See, Mom, I told you I could make it some way. <laughs> no, he actually has an engineering degree. So like oh, he's, he's a damn. smart cookie, uh he's just he's just a goofball, and the fact that whenever he's around a fr- Alfredo, they just amplify off each other. It just gets even more goofier. Oh, so like when you and I are having a good day, we're not doing a depression stream. Depression <laughs> That that video was so fucked. <laughs> yeah, for for those of you who don't know. Um, we did a stream and we were both kind of having a shitty day, but like no more than I start my video. The first thing you watch is Techie come flying over this hill in GTA. I hit him with my night shark. In a night shark and just smacks right into me screaming, depression stream. <laughs> and the first thing you see as soon as my video starts is me just getting railed by this night shark <laughs> flying through the air. Yeah, that was great. Great uh, content funny. for days. I want to get a shirt. Oh, I don't want to get a shirt for that because we get really get flagged for that. But I do want to. Get, I do want to get a shirt, even though it's slightly inappropriate. I want to get a shirt for my phrase. I don's give non fucks. I want to get that on a shirt. <coughs> like I like even if that's just like tech arc merch instead of anarch gaming merch. Like I still want a shirt with it. Because I don't give non fucks. I, I, you know what I think we need to bring back, or at least I need to bring back. What? Welcome to the anal fisting show. No. <laughs> uh, there goes the podcast. <laughs> I mean, come on. If if they're watching this podcast, they've seen our other videos, and they know for damn sure we're not appropriate. Yeah, and I do have a disclaimer in my in my disco- descriptions that I my channel's dis- not for children. I have the same disclaimer, so if they're watching this and they get offended, I'm sorry, guys, but it's because we say the fuck word. It's because we don't give nuns fox. 
fucks, as Techie says. Dons give non-fucks. Nine. Nine fucks gives. D-O-N-Z. <laughs> Dons. G-I-V-E. Gives. N-O-N. F-U-X. Fox. F-U-X. It's Fox. But it's playful, so it's F-U-X instead of F-U-C-K-S. That okay, it fits better me, on a t-shirt me, if it's fewer letters. Let me, let me go get you a quarter so you can call some of you cares. In fact, we could chop the E off of the give so it can be like all... No, because then Don's is, is a four-letter word. So we'll keep the E so it can be four-letter, four-letter, three-letter, three-letter. Don, Don's, Don's gives, gives no fucks. I've been using that phrase for... A while. A long I while. I think six years. Don't worry. I still got my I original. I, I still I got think, my original too. I think it'd be alright. I think I came up with it while watching a Jeff Dunham show. <laughs> well, I mean, if Jeff Dunham's involved, because I, mean. I think my brother was saying something or whatever. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Let me watch the show. And he kept going. I was like. Listen to the words that I speak. I dons give none fucks. <laughs> and that's where it came from. <laughs> no video, no stream. Well, I don't even think I was consistently doing any kind of streams or anything at that time. I think it was even before I was streaming. I think just doing the occasional videos. And there it came. And I've, I've been using it in, I think, mostly GTA streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting really graphic. Hey, what? Word. You're getting a little graphic with your wording there. Explain. <coughs> and there it came. Oh. <laughs> I don't skip non-fucks. I don't give non-fucks unless we get reported like Joker did. <laughs> Wait, he got reported? Yeah, Joker's banned until the 30th on PlayStation. Yeah. What did he do? Uh, I'm not at liberty to say over stream. So when we get done with the podcast, I'll tell you. Just type it into Discord chat. I'll look at it. Uh, it's a long chat type. Give me a uh, gist. Summarize. Summarize, motherfucker. Wow, we've trailed off of game streaming several times. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where they're going to go with xCloud, and I do hope that the Apple does get support for it later. But like for overall game streaming, I think it's great because like you can get subpar technology. You can get like small, tiny, little Chromecast-sized devices, and you can give it a full console gaming experience. And I honestly think that's a great branch of gaming <coughs> moving forward. Some people think it's the absolute future of gaming. And I'm like, I can see where you can see that. But at the same time, I like to physically own or actually have a claim to the download file of a game. That and if you don't have internet, you can't play. Yeah, but... Internet is more and more accessible, and decent speed of internet is a lot more affordable than a than like a several hundred dollar console or computer. Unless unless you live where Raven lives, and then you have shitty internet. 
Yeah, but I'm like, if it's forty megabyte down, like, if it's yeah, I think it's forty megabytes per second download speed or better. You can do the full four K sixty frames streaming with Stadia Pro. So that that's fine. Like, if he's got like thirty megs or whatever, like that that can get him like solid ten eighty p with maybe a little bit of lag. Like, that's fine. That's he's he yeah he well his problem is he doesn't even have the upload or download speed to stream. But here's the thing. He's big on pretty much only playing Call of Duty. Like, there's not a whole lot of other games that he plays. There's not a whole lot of other games. Oh no, we played Uno last night. Wow. Well, Warzone, you know what's going on with my Warzone. Yeah. Um, you could have remote played from your PlayStation at that point. For what? The hard drives up here, remember? Yeah, but you uh, you didn't leave Modern Warfare on there, did you? No. Uh, She doesn't play it, so therefore I didn't care to. You left GTA on there for your sake, so I figured, like, maybe, I don't know. I still have Modern Warfare and everything installed on my PlayStation in case of backup. Well, I had it, but you you know what happened there. Yeah. So, it'll get downloaded Um, again, but... On my Uh, PlayStation, I have a copy of every Call of Duty available for PlayStation 4. I'm proud of having that collection. Um, I have not touched Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered Campaign, mostly because I'm not a campaign player. I just have it for the sake of having it. Uh, um, but like, it's great for when you want to throw back and be like, okay, I haven't played Call of Duty Ghosts in like years, so I'll boot that up. Or like, I haven't played Advanced Warfare, and I kind of just want to double jump around like a fucking maniac. Because that was that what that game was known for. <laughs> um, like, it's great to just being like, okay, I literally have, like, literally any Call of Duty game that I could possibly play on this console, I can, and at one point or another will. So, I'm glad. It also works great for backups, because I don't know how many, like, there's been a few times where I'm like, I just, like, whether it's, lagging too much because my settings or whatever reset and I didn't realize it and I had to turn some things down for stream quality uh, or if it just doesn't want to cooperate or if there's an update and I'm like I can't do that without shutting our whole internet <laughs> taking our whole yeah, with it that's so I'll just be like alright stop me from download for finishing my war zone and as long as it's not black, uh, as long as that cold war which I've sworn to never play with the controller <laughs> Uh, as long as it's not that, like, I'll switch over to remote play and hop on and, uh, play. Uh, the only reason that I won't do it with Cold War is, uh, I'd have to set up the extra keyboard and mouse or whatever like I did for the first, like, one or two streams that we did with Cold War. Yeah. And that was very uncomfortable. I never want to have to set up another keyboard and mouse with this setup like that again because it was cramped and uncomfortable and I didn't play very well with it. Um... So I always try to make sure that my Cold War is up to date. Like a Warzone update can wait. Like I, I like if I really need to, I'll play on the PlayStation, and if I really need to, I'll play with a controller. That's yeah. It's whatever. I've started playing that game with a controller. Uh, 
I can play again with the controller. That's fine. We say we wrap this up, get a bathroom break and stuff, and figure out what we're going to stream. Because we've been at this for an hour. Uh, 55 minutes. Um, I say one more, like, short topic. That um, that I promise not to go on a tangent with. Okay. What topic? Um, let's see. Let's do it. Let's do a simple one, like hard copies versus digital copies. Both. I honestly have both, and like for certain needs or whatever, like I'll do one or the other like for cyberpunk 2077 i didn't have a fucking option it was like uh you don't digital note available so fuck yourself <laughs> so uh, and the disc wanted to have a fidget like to install so it's like okay stuck with the hard copy of that i like um, the hard copy because if something happens i can run to another console throw it in real quick and download it and with... be playing again with with digital, uh, I like it because I don't have all the discs sitting around all the time, and sometimes the digital is a lot faster loaded. But I mean, that's that's my preferences on it. Yeah. Um. With Call of Duty, Ghost, Advanced Warfare, Infinite Warfare, and World War Two. Well, actually, I think I got the digital for World War Two. Um. Yeah, you did. We both claimed it when it was free last year. Yeah, that's kind of what I've done. Like, I used to have a lot more of them with... Uh, wow, you know what I just thought of? Yeah. It's on, it's on the subject of games. What PlayStation game for Call of Duty was free last year? Uh, World War Two. you go back World three years. Yeah. So, go back three years, what would be free this year? Black Ops Four. Black Ops Four. Why it's sad. To, digital that so. It's it's sad to think that the game that I started streaming on first is now free because it's that well, old. It's it'll be free. For well, it will be. It will be for PlayStation Plus users. <laughs> Specifically, but yes, but you know what I'm saying. It, the fact that that game has been. Out and I've been streaming for that long now. It's sad to think. I don't even want to know what it would be like in your case seeing a game from what eight years ago <laughs> come out the free. First, the first Call of Duty that I streamed was Infinite Warfare, and it was zombies. And <laughs> I had gotten the Infinite Warfare disc with my PlayStation, like it was a bundle deal. And I had already had Advanced Warfare uh, bought the week prior in preparation to having the consoles. And that disc copy came with the Modern Warfare Remastered. So I had three Call of Duty games right out of the gate. And because uh, I had had the PS3 version of Minecraft, that was available to me for $4 or $5 digitally. Uh, so I had Minecraft and three Call of Duty games. So that's why I started streaming was I did a test stream with Minecraft. Then I did started doing some Call of Duty, uh, did some Fallout 4, 
and like that was at the time I believe Infinite Warfare was the the current. Um, hey, um, yeah, no, I'm sitting here thinking, except for Advanced Warfare, it's the only one that don't have a copy of anymore because mine got ruined. I have every Call of Duty come out since Modern Warfare One, including Modern Warfare Two Remastered and Modern Warfare One Remastered. Um, I don't have Modern Warfare 3 Remastered. I didn't care for that one. I started playing Call of Duty the year that <coughs> Ghosts was the current. The first Call of Duty game that I played so was Ghosts. So after Modern Warfare 3 came out. Yeah. The first Call of Duty I played was Call of Duty 2. Um, I played Ghosts on the PS3. By the way, um, on PlayStation 2. On PlayStation 2. That's how I started. The earliest available Call of Duty for PlayStation 2. Well, my brother had bought a PS3, I think, a year prior. And we played, like, uh, we played, like, WWE games, did little this, little that. Um, wasn't a whole lot we did. But our, our buddy, uh, Joe, Joseph, also known as Joe Daddy, he's played uh, with a few streams on me. He actually did a lot of my early like GTA streams with me. He, uh, he did uh, a few, of, a couple of Call of Duty streams with me. Um, he's like, well, y'all need to try call like play some Call of Duty. Um, so we went down to the family video, and they actually had a copy of Ghosts on sale for thirty bucks. So we bought it, and we started playing Call of Duty with them. So this is how I started playing Call of Duty. And ever since then, I have bought every Call of Duty game since. Um, uh, uh, the World War Two Infinite. Uh, the, no, the World War Two uh, was the only one that I held off on until way later in its cycle. Uh, but other than that, like I got them pretty much as soon as that I w I was able to. Like I got. Go like after playing Ghost for a while, Advanced Warfare came out. Like I bought that for the PS3, and then like through circumstances or whatever, I we lost the the PlayStation 3, so we were without for a while. But when I got my PlayStation 4, I had bought the Advanced Warfare uh version, and I had an Xbox. I had my Xbox One also at this time, and I had uh. Look I at think your phone. I got. I th I have my phone. Look at it. Okay. <laughs> In summary, had Ghost on Xbox. Started playing Advanced Warfare with place like and Infinite Warfare side by side through starting to do my PS4 streams and then kind of just ran through all the Call of Duties. Black Ops Four was the first one I pre-ordered and played the beta, and. I've been following that trend ever since, and now I'm kind of in the state where I'll buy it on PS4, pre-order, uh, do the betas and stuff, and then as soon as I can, I will get the PC copy as well so I can have it on my PC for quality's sake, uh, so I can go get the content for the public for the betas and have the PC gaming later on. And that's how I am on Call of Duty. And that was originally disc versus digital, but all right. Yeah, I mean, um, Call of Duty is the best one to go that route with with that conversation because it's one of the more commonly known games for multiple yeah. copies. So, final statement on the actual digital <coughs> disc for Call of Duty is I usually bought the disc 
and whenever it's free or whatever on for PlayStation Plus members, like I'll get that, and then I'll either sell, give to someone who really needs, or whatever. Um, the speaking of which, that's how I got GTA for PlayStation. Is because Techie just went here. <laughs> I went digital. It literally was the only disc sitting in my console all the time. Like it was the only disc I really needed to use on a regular. And it was that point where I was like, I need to get the digital because so, like I hate having a, con- a disc sit in my console nonstop. It it bugs the fuck out of me, and it's probably what's going to end up happening with the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It's probably going to have the plate disc sit in it for forever now, but it's not in there yet. A- anyways, I'd like to thank you all all so much for watching. Um, if you enjoyed this, um, please leave a like, and if you're new and haven't done so, subscribe. Check out all the important links down in the description below, and. We will uh, try to do a stream here in a little bit with some game. Uh, right now, Garrett really needs to use the bathroom, so we got to wrap yep, it up. Yep, I got to go. So, Techie's got to wrap this up. Thank you, guys. Techie said all the important things, and uh, be sure we'll to check out the all the links one. below. And until next time, guys, I got to go. Like you, bye.